Welcome everyone to the very first edition of Courageous Conversations podcast. I've decided to do this because I think it's really important that we all understand that sometimes things don't come easily to everybody. We do have to have conversations with ourselves about how we move forward in our career and in in our life. And I think having those conversations with others will help us understand that um, our concerns and questions are kind of normal. Um, Not everybody has it all together all the time, although I think our very first guest might just be the exception to that rule. Welcome, Holly. Hi, Leanne. Thank you. So, Holly, you've started your own business, Home by Holly. How long ago now? We're about two and a half years. Beautiful. And, And so prior to that, you were working as an agent for someone else? Yes, for a Canberra um, real estate agency here, Luton. And so talk me through the decision to actually go out on your own and the fact that you are actually going out um, as an independent as well. Uh, Yes. So I, when I, I guess there were a few things that led up to me deciding to start my own business. And maybe some of that was just being a little bit um, (laughs) uh, naive, naive even, um, but just excited about the idea that I would start building a business from scratch. Um, I had been in real estate for about five years and I had started as a new career, so brand new to the industry and had built a business um, fairly you know, quickly and successfully within, um, within the other agency. And I guess at about the three to four year mark where I did start to get some momentum in my business and it was you know, going really well and really successful and I'd built um, a, a brand um, for myself or a business within a business that I started to have those questions about what's next, where to from here. I guess whether, you know, whether I went into the agency that I was in or whether I started my own business, I was thinking about what is sort of the growth for me personally and, and from um, professionally and that led me to um, opening the agency and look it was just me to start with um, and certainly didn't have any grand visions of of you know suddenly being (laughs) having multiple offices or lots and lots of agents it was really just to continue doing what I was doing really well I had recognized that I had built um, a personal brand and that was really the trigger to say well why am I not doing this you know doing this as Holly because I felt that the people that were coming to you know sell their property with me were really after Holly Komorowski and not the um, company I was with. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So I loved your comment about being naive. I think if um, if people knew exactly what was involved in starting a business, they probably would never do it. But that doesn't mean you should avoid it, right? Because there are always going to be challenges. Yeah, that's right. And I guess just, um, you know, you learn as you go along. And I think that very quickly we, we got a handle on everything that we needed to. But the things that were most important in starting the business was I had a very clear um, you know, idea or cult- culture or brand um, and continuing to align the business with what was my personal brand was a very easy transition. So we'd had, a, you know, I had developed a few taglines just, you know, through marketing and marketing myself when I was even an agent um, and they just, they just really, you know, transitioned across to um, the agency. So we weren't, it wasn't as if, I guess looking back, it wasn't as if I was starting something completely new. I was just taking what I already was and, you know, what I was doing and then moved it across to be independent. Yeah, so working um, within a franchise brand was probably never even a consideration for you because that personal brand was so strong. 
I think so. I think so. And, and definitely, you know, had some conversations around that with some other, um, you know, other franchises in Canberra um, and not even deliberately, just as, you know, with, with other professionals and other, um, you know, people that I respect in the industry and that probably helped clarify and cement what I was going to do moving forward. I liked the fact that you said you had a very clear vision and I think that that is really important whether it's you're starting your own business or you're changing careers whatever it is that you're doing I think you need to be really clear on what that looks like for you and why you're actually making that decision yeah it it is a really good question and it's sometimes not the easiest one to answer um I remember people saying, you know, asking me, why? Why are you doing this? And what's your why? And Isn't that a trendy question now, thanks to Simon Sinek? Everyone wants to know what your why is. And it's not that easy to crystallise. No, it's not. And I think, um, and even now, you know, when I'm thinking about, okay, what's the next one to three years look like for me? And what does that mean? And um, so it's, it's still evolving and it's into some degree it's organic opportunities come your way and you take them and and I think in any stage of your business you can see that um my why I guess was about just knowing that that it felt right and that I had um confidence in myself to do it um maybe that was enough of a why um I knew that I was good at what I was doing and so um I felt I wanted to continue that um so it's not yeah sometimes it's not that easy to say oh well this is exactly why I'm doing it but everything was was feeling you know you, you, your compass was telling you it was the right direction to go yep. I love that it felt right <laughs> and that's um yeah no I think that's I think that's awesome so you're talking about your forward plan it's sounding to me like you are someone who is always thinking about what's next for you I think that what's next for me is it going back to basics and when I started um when I started the business, I had a very realistic view that I would be going back to the beginning and that starting again from the beginning. Now, it transitioned much you know, quicker and much more easily than I expected, but even so, I was actually quite um, energised and enthusiastic about that, going back to the beginning and just working hard again. So I think that when I think about moving forward, I always think about doing what I can do really well and continuing to do it really well and not losing, losing sight of that, losing sight of what has made, you know, my business successful to now. And so always thinking about, okay, 2019, this, this year, you know, we talk about the things that we want to achieve, but what we want to achieve just around the things that we're really good at doing, which is listing and selling houses and doing great marketing campaigns and always that's our primary focus. I guess what I have to, you know, now move into more so now that I'm, I've grown, um, you know, a team or a collective of people around me is I have to think a little bit more strategically, okay, well, how is the business going to grow? That's bigger than me now. And that's probably my challenge um, moving forward. And it's just a shift in my thinking as well, where I've um, been very much thinking about my personal brand and, and transitioning that into an agency. Now I have to think about how do I grow every, you know, the, the other people that work for me um, and work within the team how I grow their personal brands, how I help them um, be as successful as they can be and for the benefit of the group and the collective. So um, up until now, I think things have happened really successfully and organically and just doing really well and now I need to give some thought to that this year. So that's my challenge for 2019. Yeah, and an interesting challenge as well because your brand is so much about you. So how do you actually grow somebody else? somebody else's personal brand within your own brand, if that makes sense. So, yeah, that, that will be an interesting challenge. I will, I will look forward to watching how you actually go about that. Okay. 
Good. And, <laughs> um, and you, you said that it, um, it all moved quicker than expected. Why do you think that is? Because obviously we haven't had, I don't, I'm not sure about the Canberra market, but certainly the Sydney market um, in the last year in particular has been very challenging. How's it been in Canberra? Um, look, we've had some challenges as well, and especially in the second half of last year. Uh, in, in saying that, I don't think we are, you know, is, have had as many difficulties as some of the other major cities. But even so, we're just you know, needing to be, um, you know, to work really hard and really diligently um, in the current market with all the people we have. Um, but the, I guess, the in terms of thinking about why my brand grew so quickly within the five years when I was an agent and then now um, moving across to the agency. Look, I put that down to lots of different strategies for marketing myself and I think everybody can do this within their own business even if they're in a different different company or franchise. Um, But I did start using social media very early. It was early on the uptake of that and launched um, my, my sort of my Facebook page in 2011 and I've really been consistently doing that since then. And I think that just, you know, longevity, consistency, always thinking about that as a way to um, communicate what I'm doing and, you know, my properties and the stories and um, has contributed to just having um, some brand awareness around myself. And then that was what made it so easy and, and such a quick transition to communicate that, you know, I worked, that I had moved from one place to another. Your um, marketing is very authentic to you. It's very um, personal and it's almost like um, storytelling about the property um, rather than a, a, a more clinical sort of approach that some agents use. Would that be fair? Um, definitely, definitely. We we seek to find the story wherever we can. Um, we seek to find a narrative around a home, and look, it's, it varies for every particular property. Some have some people are more willing to personalise the story, and others we just we're just trying to be creative around maybe where a property um, is, its location, what's special about it. I mean, we always try to find an angle to take because I think they're. Um, you know, you, you can just—it's more than bricks and mortar. Bricks and mortar, and I think for people buying the properties, you know, this is going to be their home. It's about—it's about a lifestyle choice. It's about where their family is going to live, where the children are going to go to school. So, it makes complete sense to me that it would be a personal experience, and our marketing should be targeted that way. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I think that's um, that's awesome. Tell me, uh, the process of doing that. Do you sit down? Have you got somebody who who does all of that stuff for you, and you brainstorm the ideas, or or you just it's something that comes organically to you? Uh, organically, we do it ourselves. Um, we all try to to apply it where we can, and look not in every single situation. It takes effort to execute it as well. Um, but we find that the value and the and the value of the experience too can um, you know it was really a lot of people really get um, I guess our clients get a lot out of it so we and we enjoy it too so it's certainly something that we are continuing to do so we don't outsource it by any means we just just think about it ourselves and then sometimes it happens you might even the story comes to you actually when you're talking to people and you're finding out about the people that live there and time with them so it just it kind of evolves in different directions and I guess you know that that's what you need for your marketing so you're thinking about it while you're um, having those questions with your vendor in your meetings 
Yeah, that's right. And it's just um, taking that little bit of extra time to get to know people as well. Yes, just a little bit of extra time. You're absolutely right. Is there anything you wish you knew before you got into um, into business for yourself? Um, not really. I think uh, I can't really, I'm not really sure if there was anything that's jumped out at me um, in that time. Certainly it's busy. Certainly there's lots to you to think about and, and, you know, logistically there's lots of things to consider. Um, I think not necessarily knowing or having it set in concrete in my head how it ha- what it had to look like has, you know, enabled me to do something distinctly different. Yeah, it's a really good point because you were um, you could be a little bit more fluid, right, because you didn't have a particularly set idea about what it needed to look like at the end. I think my set idea was it did need to be different from everybody else. Um, and I think that's something we've been able to achieve just by having that view. Uh, we just didn't want to, to look like the same or the same. And, you know, there's a lot of vanilla in real estate. There is, and it's very hard for some vendors to actually be able to um, distinguish between agencies. And I think that you have really done a good job of personalising your business. People know exactly who you are and what you stand for as an agent. Mm. Yes, we do too. So that's, um, yes, and it's funny too because we didn't start off as pink. We had some really beautiful colours um, across, you know, so I guess brand colours and pink was one of them. Um, and we started more with our Tiffany teal, which we, we still use, but the pink just became the colour that everybody gravitated to. You know, we'd have a pink sticker and, a you know, an indigo blue sticker and every time people chose, you know, which, you know, which salt sticker they wanted to put up, everyone chose pink. So How funny. <laughs> So pink it is. Mm, so it yep. seems to be our primary colour. Yeah, fantastic. And what a good colour. <laughs> um, so when things aren't going so well, how do you manage um, to deal with, you know, maybe losing a listing presentation or dealing with negative feedback? Um yeah, look, I guess it's just you become, um, you have to just be really positive about every experience. And so, you know, sometimes even at the moment, there's some properties that haven't sold and, you know, you feel a little bit despondent about that, you know, if they do get withdrawn, um, just given you've put a lot of work into them. Um, but then we always just look at the the positives of that experience, the exposure we were able to get from just the marketing of that property or, um, you know, maybe the, you know, what we learned or a different sort of creative strategy we might might have taken so certainly have the view that no opportunity is ever lost or no meeting is ever lost when you meet people um you know it's always, it can always lead to somewhere else and it's always great exposure for your business but um you do have to just have a positive attitude about it because it would be very easy i think particularly in real estate to <laughs> let yourself get um you know negative or despondent when you know, you do have to deal with a lot, especially when you don't win listings and it happens all the time and sometimes, you know, you win them more easily than others and other times you're frustrated that you've put so much work in but you just have to roll with it, be positive and keep going and um, I, there's a TED Talk which is 100 Days of Rejection. So there's two that... Oh, yeah, I've seen it. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch that again and put the positive spin on it and just know that rejection is just part of it and not to let it get to you. Move on quickly. We have a rejection drawer. So, you know, I used to put the rejection, you know, like anything that we lost in terms of appraisal sheets just went in the drawer and now they go in the fireplace and we're just going to burn them once a year. So that's probably the best way. Oh, I love that. <laughs> 
a rejection draw and you just have a big, um, uh, uh, probably not a very big um, bonfire at the end of the year. But well, the draw got full in the first year. Did it? We couldn't close it. So how rude. It just shows how much, that's such a positive. It just shows how many opportunities you have. And, you know, we're still doing so well with the ones that we have um, been able to win. And you know, there's lots that you don't get, but that's life. So it's all, it's all okay. <laughs> And it's important to acknowledge that you're never going to win all of, um, you're never going to win every listing and it's really just a learning experience, right, the, the ones that you don't win? I think so. It is learning, but I think the most important learning that I've taken um, over the years is that people are um, different and complicated and life is, you know, everyone's got lots of different things going on in their life and sometimes you can take it really personally and it might not have anything to do with you and you just, um, so sometimes it's best to just let it go, move forward and, um, you know, certainly not dwell on it too much because it just may not come, you know, because it's it's about people, it's just not black and white. And people are doing things for their reasons, not for your reasons. So I think that um, that comment about it, it, it it's not personal. Um, it's not about you. It's just whatever. It's, it, it, it's about them at that stage in their um, decision-making or their journey or whatever. It's, it's yeah, important not to take it personally. Mm. So you do your best, but we're only human. <laughs> Correct, Absolutely. I can't believe how fast the time is going talking to you, but I will um, I will finish up with just um, a pretty standard question. Is there anything that you would tell your younger self if you'd look back, to, you know, when you were maybe a teenager or early 20s? They're probably the things that I want to tell my children right now because... <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So, Holly, tell me, what do you want to tell your children? <laughs> we, have, we have lots of children and they all have really distinct, different personalities. I, I guess it's instilling that self-confidence, um, just believing that you can do whatever you want to do and not letting other people influence um, your view of yourself. And it's such an easy thing to say, obviously, when you get older. Um, it does have a mum comment, but it is so true if you can... Um, you know, just believe in yourself, be brave, be bold. I'll have to tell you, I'll just tell you one last story, which is really fantastic. We've got a property on the market at the moment in um, Reed in Canberra and it's with a lovely, lovely lady that's going into, you know, a much older lady in her 80s and she's been an absolute delight. And this is probably an example of where we've taken a story to a personal level because, um, you know, Penny has just been really involved in the process. She's been really interested in how we've created the marketing. She wanted to, you know, help. She styled her own home and, you know, got everything in order for the sale and she's just been, you know, she's been inspiring. Um, and so, when I included her in the, as a portrait in the photography and we sort of made the story a little bit about Penny's life there as well just to communicate the property and I said to her, "You, we would love you to be in the video. Let's do a video and just you can say, well, it's been great about living here for, you know, 40, 50 years and straight away at, you know, Penny was like, oh, you know, no, 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 never in a million years, you know, would I be in a video and I guess that idea of, um, you know, putting yourself in front of the camera and I'll sound terrible and I'll look terrible and I wouldn't know what to say and so forth. So that was... Um, I said, it's okay, I'll do the video. I've got myself into, you know, a good place now about getting in front of the camera. 
Anyway, uh, two days later, I received an email from Penny about um, just obviously had talked to her friend about it and had decided, reconsidered and decided that really, you know, she should be in the video and that she should follow um, my lead and be brave and bold and um, and she would do the video and she apologised for not doing <laughs> her reaction. Oh, how gorgeous. Which was absolutely gorgeous. But I just thought that just shows it doesn't matter at what stage in your life you are at. You have to be brave and you have to be bold and put yourself out there and not worry about what other people think. And, um, you know, it's not easy even when you're in your 80s. So, um, but that was a really cool story, I think. Yeah, it is. That's a great story. And, and you know, the other thing that's important with that story is this stuff is really easy for you. So what challenges me is not going to necessarily be what challenges you. And so we can all be there to support each other in whatever challenges we're facing. Yes, exactly right. And that gets back to people and life and everybody being different and just trying to, you know, work through that and support each other. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's an awesome place to finish. Thank you so much. I would encourage any of our listeners to have a look at Home by Holly and um, and just have a look at the marketing that we've been talking about because it really is a massive point of difference for Holly and her business. So thank you so much. It's been a joy and I will look forward to seeing you in Canberra very, very soon. Thanks, Leanne.